I think I'm getting allergies. Now I think the manza could use a Because usually whenever my nose starts to feel stuffy, I buy in But it's because whenever my nose feels stuffy and then like today, today was such a dry, hot day. I feel like my nose just keeps on getting worse. So I usually get in to stop it before it gets, you know, before it moves any further. But yeah, yeah, that's how my nose is feeling right about now. Apparently, there's nighttime overthinkers and data and there's nighttime overthinkers and then there's daytime overthinkers we're not always collectively overthinking like some of you are lucky you have hours to your overthinking like you get a break from overthinking no 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 you're not the chosen few because mona mimi nilikwana so much greed kukwana overthinker every single time the second i open my let me tell you even during my sleep now overthinking because of when your dreams are going to come organized it's only dreams and overthinker like like dreams are going to come and just so much going on it's like i'll have this thought and then i remember this and then i remember this during my sleep and then i start dreaming about it like you can't tell me those are not dreams of an overthinker so what do you mean there's so when you overthink during the day usiku kosawa I feel like if I had the option, if I had the option to be a daytime or a thinker or a nighttime, I think I would pick daytime. Daytime, because you know there's always so much going on during the day. Sometimes you could end up ignoring the overthinking. Sometimes, you know, depending on the situation and depending on where you are, you could end up ignoring the overthinking. Because at night, because at night when you're just at home, all by your lonely, just a 25-year-old girl in her own apartment, um yeah i think i'd pick daytime overthinking but anyway if i could pick i'd pick no overthinking like i don't want to have any thoughts just the spongebob soundtrack if i could pick but you see you can't so anyway anyway, anyway guys welcome back to another episode of you better ask somebody podcast i'm your host glow and i hope you guys have been great since the last episode we're so close to valentine's every day is such a day that's so close. Ni wana watu wa mianza already cool. Utashanza cool. Utashanza cool. Lisa, will you be my... Listen, listen. The only thing that I want for Valentine's... I don't even want to be asked will you be my Valentine. At this point, I will settle for a Patek. I will just settle for a diamond-coated Patek. Is it is it diamond-covered or diamond-coated? Diamond, diamond-filled. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, your Patek and your corner, just, you know, diamonds all around it. That's all I want. Because, I don't know. I just want it. Just, you know, it's in a cause. Because I need it. Because. <laughs> that Boondocks episode. Because, nigga, I'm the cause. Because I want a house. Because I want a car. Today in the morning, I got such a sweet, heartfelt message. Um... I don't know if she listens to the podcast episode. If you listen to the podcast episode, you basically inspired this episode. So um, she sent me a text and she, first of all, she started off by stating how she loves my energy and my aura and, you know, the vibes that I give off. And for one, for one, 
every time I get this compliment, it's really affirming that I am doing something right. I feel like I feel like I've been doing the right things. I feel like I've been working so hard on myself. I've been working so hard to heal my inner self, my inner child. And so when I get compliments like this, because especially lately, lately I've been getting these compliments, even from people I don't know. I'll be outside and someone will just say that. Um, almost all my clients normally tell me that. Um, people that I work with tell me that. And I feel like it's really, really, really affirming because, you know, for one, it's not that I'm not trying to be this type of person because I don't know. I don't know. If you listen to me when I started podcasting, literally when I started podcasting, or let's just say when I started becoming very out there on the internet. Yeah, let's just say when I started becoming very out there on the internet. Um, I haven't always... I feel like... I, mm, I don't say I haven't always been the best. I haven't always been the best. Like when I look at my past actions and how I am now, of course there's immense growth. There's immense growth um, mentally, just how I am. The thoughts I have, my actions and everything, there's huge huge difference um and i have mentioned this before um i think on an episode when I was, the therapy episode that was was it the episode that i did with akina akina kanisha and we were talking about you know we ended up branching into therapy and around that time is when i actually no 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 well okay at that point i was already deep into therapy but i had such a therapy like a while a while before that was now when i actually came back to putting again on my solo podcast so yeah so at some point in my life i um therapy helped me realize that i had anger issues and all that and you know helped me walk through it and yeah yeah back then it was so easy to get smoked by me <laughs> i was a very angry little girl but yeah, yeah, yeah right now i've been working so Hard on myself. I've been working so hard on myself to actually just be a decent human being. Because I feel like life is already so shitty. Like, life is so shitty. The least, honestly, the least you could do is just be a decent human being. You don't even have to be perfect. Just be decent when you need to be. You know, you know, you know. Sometimes people normally say, you know, it's so easy to... Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not. It really takes a lot of work and it really takes a lot of working on yourself. So the fact that I am working on myself and and it's noticeable even to people who don't know me. Um, I feel like compliments, especially from people who don't know you and compliments from people who don't know you when it's something that you've been working on feels so good. Because we know this is someone who doesn't even know this is a journey you're taking. They're not um, saying it because they think mm, maybe she wants to hear it. No, they're just genuinely saying it because they genuinely need it from you. I feel like those compliments always hold so much weight to me. Not that, not that, you know, but I'm just saying, like when it comes from somebody who doesn't actually know your silent battles and they say something like that, it goes a long way. So anyway, 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 anyway. So she proceeded with one line that caught my attention. She said how she would love to shoot her friendship shot, but she's had horrible experiences, so she'd rather leave it at that. Now, I think all of us know what love bombing is, or you've heard of the term love bombing. The older I've gotten and the more I've experienced life, I've experienced people and stuff like that, I noticed like 90% of online friendships are usually initiated by love bombers. That's 
it's a fact it's just a fact like stop me if i'm wrong but most of the people that you've um become friends with online are usually love bombers and i've seen so many people romanticize love bombing like oh i love being love bombed um no no you don't no you don't but anyway (laughs) i think we're at a time where people normally use um people normally use terms loosely they don't use it to mean the actual results meaning of the definition they use it like the first part of it the first nice part of it like oh you know the first step of love bombing is being you know um over admire they given so much attention and affection and everything and everything so they mean that first part but not the end result of it being like oh love bombers get bored and they'll leave you at that so anyway 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 we all know love bombing from a point of view where we know love bombing sorry from a point of view where people only know it from romantic relationships but love bombing also happens in friendships a lot of us don't know that we've been love are not aware that we've been love bombed before we don't even some of you are not even aware that you're being love bombed right now and if you are please please set the boundaries set the boundaries speak up Love bombing is a manipulation tactic that's used by a person where they give you an unhealthy amount of attention, admiration, and affection to win you over. They do this with the intention of becoming the center of your universe. So basically, love bombers will start off like with things like showering you with gifts. You know, showering you with gifts. You're the best person they've ever met. They always want to be with you. Yada, yada, yada day two into the friendship already they're labeling you best friend you know like the amount of attention admiration and affection doesn't match the time they've known you so they basically just rush through all the steps and stages whatever you know be it um friendship be it relationship they rush through all those steps and stages and when you're someone with no boundaries or low self-esteem you won't notice this as awkward or sometimes the people who are usually also desperate, um, the desperation that comes from the fear of being alone, yeah, such people also would not notice these actions as it being awkward. Because now you start thinking, wow, um, this person is so great, you know, they are finally seeing me too, blah, blah, blah. You're ignoring the fact that, um, you're ignoring the fact that all this takes time to happen, whether it's friendship or whether it's relationship wise, all these things take steps. There's steps to everything. You can't just wake up today and blah, blah, blah. You're someone's best friend, blah, blah, blah. You're someone's girlfriend, boyfriend. At day two of meeting. Now, these things take steps. I don't care what you say. Because, you know, also sometimes people always say, oh, you know, when something feels like this, you know, just do it. Why are you taking the steps? Why are you waiting? Nah, nah. I feel like you always have to take the steps just to make sure that what you're getting into is right it's genuine it's healthy it's you know like just just take your time take your time with things like like i know i know i know people always say like oh you know if something feels like this because you know one thing about love bombers also love bombers just like any manipulative person they seem very genuine at first so when you're thinking oh no just jump into it you know la, 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 if something feels right yeah it's going to feel right at that time because they're love bombing you but later on you're going to be the one who has to pick up the pieces and start taking care of yourself and healing yourself because this was just a love bomber 
they are going to leave you. So if, if you don't set boundaries, if you don't know where to cut something, you know, where to slow something down. So even you can be aware that, oh, this is a healthy relationship that I'm getting into. This is a healthy friendship that I'm getting into. Yeah, you're going to be on who's going to be fucked over. Now, when you Google it, there's steps of love bombing. So basically, once a love bomber knows they've got you, you know, they've done all that um, admir- admiration, the over-affection, the over, you know, the over-whatever, everything that is, everything that's done to have you hooked. Yeah, everything that's done to have you hooked. They start to devalue you. This is like now the second step of a love bomber. So they start to devalue you. This is where now the real manipulation comes in. And you start to see them for who they really are. They start to belittle you. They start to throw in, you know, those jokes that aren't jokes. Their behavior just changes all of a sudden. All of a sudden, they just aren't as charming as they was. And it'll throw you off. It normally, Because now you start thinking, hey, how do we go from here? And then now we're here like in two seconds already. Because already... You already given the two seconds of attention. Now it's the two seconds of the real them. So now you're thrown off. One minute it was nice, and then the next minute it's shitty, like that fast. And that's when, as a, a lot of people now start to question themselves because now you wonder where you went wrong. Now you start blaming yourself. You see how they've, you see how they've fucked you, how they've um, uh, fucked you mentally. They've already gotten you thinking now you have to be the problem when you've done nothing wrong. So basically, love bombers eventually get bored. They get bored and they have no use for you and they'll drop you for the next best thing. I usually think of love bombers as drug addicts. To me, rather. To me, that's how I usually take them because they're like, they're only after you for the high that they were getting during the chase. You get. And then after they've had that, it's like, oh, okay. Now I need I need a stronger fix. Like now you're not, you're not, um, you're not giving them the rush that they want anymore. Tonight, on to the next, on to the next, and like that, like that, like that. It's always going to be like that for them. So all in all, basically just learn how to set boundaries. Um, Learn how to set boundaries with people that walk into your life. Like that, like, don't just allow that. People that come into your life and five minutes later, they're already calling you best friend. They're already telling you they love you. They're already obsessed with you. Dread flag red flag there's always steps to things in life there's no way that you start a job today there's no way you start a job today alafu tomorrow you're already manager no i'm sorry there's always step okay once you know once in whatever yeah things like those could happen but then also if the universe gives you something like that then maybe it's just deserving of that of that but nine times out of ten Things don't just happen like that. Things have a process. Things have steps. All through life, we've gone through life and everything has steps. Before Fike middle school, kulikwana steps, kulikwana kindergarten. Before Fike high school, kulikwana steps, kulikwana private. Before Fike uni, kulikwana steps, kulikwana high school. You know, there's realistically speaking, things in life have steps. So basically, just have boundaries and stop them. And just say this is rushed. Like, I feel like it's so easy to just tell someone Z. But then again, also, like I, I started the podcast episode saying, yeah, people will say things are easy, but it's not easy. Especially when you're someone who, first of all, you do not set boundaries. 
Secondly, someone who has low self-esteem or someone who is just desperate for a situation like this. You are probably desperate for a friendship. And, you know, you've been seeing people doing all these things on the internet and you're like, damn, can't wait to have friends on my own. Then you run into someone like this. So, yeah, it's really hard to. But sometimes just take a step back. This is why I usually say um, it's really good for people to know how to enjoy their own company. I feel like also when you learn how to enjoy your own company, things like those don't they don't really phase you. You know how to take time um, when it comes to making friends. You know how to take time when it comes to getting into relationships. Because already you're not into you're not um, rushing into it. You're not really worried about it because already you're good being on your own. Yeah. And you being on your own doesn't actually mean that you're lonely. It just means that you haven't found the right thing yet or the right friendship yet or whatever. And realistically speaking, these things take time. And in friendships, it's so... I feel like in friendships, it's so easy to overlook a love bomber. Because, you know, in relationships, you you do start to think, oh, this person just wants to sleep with me, all that, yada, yada, yada. And you know when they get to sleep with you and all that, you know the rush and everything goes away. So now they don't actually know. Now in friendships, people don't even realize they're being love bombed, because like, also people don't even know love bombing exists in friendships. You can really overlook it as just oh someone is just being nice to me because they want to be my friend, and then at this point when the love bombing stops and everything, you even start questioning yourself and thinking oh maybe I'm just not. Um, deserving of friends you start thinking oh maybe i'm the problem in friendships and stuff like that so how do you know how do you how do you know since you got your degree and you know every goddamn thing how do you know you're being love bombed in a friendship so one thing to really look for one thing you'd notice from a love bomber as well a love bomber is just like a like a manipulative partner or you know those people you know those people who just want to isolate you? They don't leave room for you to have friendships outside them. This is one sign of a love bomber. They don't leave friendship they don't sorry, they don't leave room for you to have friendships outside them. And if you do, they make you feel guilty for it. Like the love bomb, the whole point of the love bomb was to control you so they can isolate you. And that's also a form of emotional abuse, by the way. By the way, by the way. People also don't know they people don't no, they get um emotionally abused from their friendships too. I usually feel like just the same way things can happen in a relationship, in a romantic relationship, are the same way they could happen in friendships, just in a different font. You know, just just in a different font. So anyway, they don't leave room for you to have um friendships outside them, and they make you feel guilty for it. There are those people who also try and sabotage your other friendships, like oh they'll hear you about to hang out to someone else, they don't like it, they'll make you look like oh you know. I don't like this and this and this and this. And then now you start feeling guilty and you'll be like, oh, you know, I don't want to do this because I don't want my friend to feel like this. Um, I don't think any, I don't think any sane person that is your friend will want you to not have other friends. Me, basically, me, myself, I like when my friends have other friends. Please proceed to have other friends because let me tell you one thing about me. I cannot be your friend every day. Every day. Every day. You're, you're just waiting for me. Like, I need a break. I need space. I need... Bro, sometimes I usually just need so much space. And it's like... I feel like I'd also get very, very irritated when it's just me you're calling every... Like, come on now. Come on now. Like, have a life of your own. Have a life outside this friendship. So basically, a love bomber will not want you to have um, 
friends outside them or basically just a life outside them. Um, also, learn to tell the difference between someone that compliments you because they genuinely see you. And, um, sorry, what am I saying? <laughs> I said to God, learn to tell the difference between someone that compliments you because they genuinely see you and appreciate you and the ones that compliment you to have you dependent on them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did I say the right thing? Fuck. Let me tell you. ADHD. Like, I already even forgot how I started this statement. But anyway. Anyway, the thing is, learn to tell the difference between someone that compliments you because they genuinely see you and appreciate you and the ones that compliment you to have you dependent on them. That's another form of a love bomber. That's another love bomber. Because now, I don't know if I'm going to make sense with this one. Like, I don't know if me saying it makes sense. But basically, a love bomber gives you the type of compliments where they want you dependent on them. They want you to feel like that so you're always around them because that's how... It's like they affirm you. They want to affirm you so that you get your affirmations from them so you always want to be with them. You get like... I don't know if I'm making sense. I don't know if I'm making sense. But, you know, there's a difference of someone who appreciates you because they genuinely see you and and then there's someone who wants you to be dependent on their compliments i don't know i feel like that one you just have to you just have to understand it because i don't know if i'm explaining it right but you just have to understand it anyway so love bombers are usually not happy for you unless it has something to do with them this is another one this is the third one they like like if they see you being happy with someone else, if they see you winning aside from the win not being something that has to do with them, something that wouldn't get them credit, they're not happy for you. They only are happy for you when it has to do with them. So if you choose to do something that has nothing to do with them, it's going to cause problems. Like that's where now you start getting um, the passive aggressive treatment like through the friendship and you start wondering, oh, what did I do? But basically, they're not happy for you when it has nothing to do with them. Everything has to revolve around them. Otherwise, then it's not it's not going to be good for your friendship. The problem with love bombing, yeah, it might feel very nice in the beginning. But when you look at it in reality, there's no... I'm speaking of it from a point of friendship now. There's no depth to it. I don't know, I don't know how many of you have had long-term friendships. I've had a long-term best friend. Um, we're not we're not friends anymore. Um, that was like the longest friendship I've ever had, and we crossed another a while ago. Um, yeah. Anyway, 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 that entire friendship took so much time. Like, it took steps. You know, it took steps. Like, we got to know each other. We got to know things about each other. Poly, 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 poly. Before you actually determine that someone is your best friend. Before you actually label them best friend, right? And most of love bombing friendships don't have depth. They lack that depth. And now you're pulled into a level of expectation you're not comfortable with. Because this person has come into your life and they're love bombing you. They're buying you gifts. They're doing this and this and this and this. And then they want you to do it in return. And... You don't know this person. You really don't know this person. Um, they want you to show up for them. Um, 
I just I just arrived. I just got here. I just got here. And when you don't do certain things, they turn around and make you feel like, oh, you're a bad person or oh, da, 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 or this and this and this and this and this and this and you're falling short. But in real sense, you are not expected to do that. It's now an expectation that they've put on you that's uncomfortable for you. So even during this friendship, you will notice. You will notice like it's not as easy as friendships that you've had that were built off the depth of your situation like friendships are built of depth like you'll realize this one has you way more stressed it has you way more uncomfortable because now you're always uneasy because now i feel like ozzy like say you know this and this and this maybe i'm not maybe I'm, I'm falling short on this and this and this but really those are not expectations for someone who is gradually starting a friendship like these levels to it before you get to that point and it can't just be rushed into it and i feel like i've i've experienced this twice i've actually had um two love bombers in my life yeah i've had two love bombers in my life my first love bo- i've actually mentioned how on this podcast episode it was an episode where i was talking about how i went on was it vacation yeah it was on vacation with her and her friends and all that shitty shit happened during the vacation. She was basically a love bomber in my life. I met her. I did. I met. No, 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 no. Though how I met her, um, we met in real life. Like I think after high school. Yeah, we met after high school. We met after high school, and it was so much fun. We were out, nini nini, and at that point, I, I didn't think of it as love bombing because I feel like we're all late, we're both late, and everything. And we're just having a good time. We're just, you know, having fun. The dogs said dancing together. We're at some club. And it was just nice. And then I think eventually she ended up finding me on Instagram. She followed me. She messaged me. I think a month into the friendship, she started calling me best friend. And at this time, I had my best friend at the time. So I was like, oh, wait, wait, wait. And I felt so guilty in my head thinking, should I say she's, I'm not your best friend? Like, should I say it? Because me in my head, I'm thinking, um, I don't think it's like, okay, fine. Yeah, you're cool. We're friends. We're friends right now. But best friend, best friend feels like, I don't know. For me, I usually don't use terms loosely. I don't, I'm, I'm not the type of person to use terms loosely. I feel like also love bombers are like that, yeah? They use terms loosely. They use very deep terms and they use it very loosely. You can't just be running around calling me best friend. Like... It's a whole process before we get there. It's a whole process before we get to the point where you're calling me best friend. It's a whole process before we even get to the point where I'm calling you a friend. Just because we've talked and hung out a couple of times does not necessarily mean we're friends. Like, I feel like all these things have deeper meanings. Yes, at times we could use them loosely. We could use them loosely. But now love bombers use it in a way of it being... They use it in a way that has you uncomfortable. Like the way I said, it has, you know, a level of expectation that you're just not comfortable with because that's how, you know, they make it. That's how they make it. So, yeah. So at this point, I even remember this, like a point where um we had like a small misunderstanding with my best friend now at the time. And I think we, I don't remember what we were doing. There's something we were doing. And I think when he called me, he called me and he had her actually say refer to me as best friend and and he was like eh 
So now the next time we ended up now after we've, you know, become friends again and everything, we met her, blah, blah. So I tell him about her. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I got a new friend. And he's like, you know, it's weird for someone to just wake up one day and just refer to you as best friend. Like he was like, yeah, that person is not really your friend. And at this point, I don't think I'm aware that I'm going a love bomber, but I'm in indirect ways. You guys, like they were just telling me it's not realistic for someone to just wake up today and they're really showering you with so much love. And for a long time, actually, I feel like people have said that about, especially about female friendships. Not that I'm, I'm saying niggas don't do it, but a lot of people have always... No, I feel like niggas don't niggas don't do it because you see niggas wouldn't be over here saying oh the best friend it's a, it's a rare occurrence where you'll hear niggas being like oh the best friend like someone will just be like ah the boys the boys they don't really deepen these things because I feel like also niggas don't put um unrealistic expectations when it comes to their friendships and that's why you'll find the love bombers being more on the female friendship sides and the male friendship sides but yeah um time to time i have noticed people have said it but i don't think they're even aware when they're saying it they'll tell you oh this person isn't their friend like it's not normal for someone to just come into your life and boom 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 already wanna rush into things wanna die too and it's actually hit me and i was like oh yeah people have been saying it people have been saying it. it's just that we haven't been taking it as love bombing because you see, when someone tells you that in a romantic relationship point of view, they'll tell you, oh, this person is love bombing you. But when it comes to friendships, people will just be like, ah, don't you think um, this person is rushing into it and blah, 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 and yada, yada. So yeah, love bombing does happen in friendships. It's unhealthy. It's also a form of emotional abuse. And that's what I'm always saying. That's what I'm always saying, bro, you have to be careful with the people that you left around you. Because you know now, also these things now, like the way you see you be love bombed and then a person gets bored and leaves you alone, you start questioning yourself, you start wondering, oh, um, what did I do to fall short of this friendship? When really it's an unhealthy way, it's an unhealthy way of even starting a friendship. Like it's not, it's not healthy. It's not a healthy relationship and it's also being damaged to you. It's really being damaged to you mentally and these are those maninis that happen and you're not even fully aware of what's going on until you actually sit down and talk about it or you hear about it from someone else's point of view then you're like oh shit this should happen to me this form of abuse happened to me and you just weren't aware you just weren't aware of it at the time you know you know you know you you get what i'm saying you get what i'm saying you get what i'm saying so basically the lesson from this is just to set boundaries set boundaries learn to be so comfortable with yourself i feel like um the first time when i ever fell out with my my ex-best friend was when i started becoming like you still now me even getting into this friendship it was from a point where i was never comfortable being alone like i was never comfortable being alone because then i was like oh my god what did i do with it right now i was um, very shy i wasn't very confident i wasn't very um confident speaking i wasn't very confident you know just being on my own just standing on my own i wasn't really comfortable at the time and at that point in my life i feel like even my friendships were like i feel like i don't know if i've said this before but my friendships at the time were like uh were like a catch even my relationships at the time were like a catch it's like i needed someone to be around for me to have the confidence that i had you know for me to even just be 
to just stand you know just to stand and when i started doing things on my own um because this is the time now like when we fell out like i had to learn things like what going to the movies alone because at this point i really didn't have any friends i really didn't have any friends because these are now friends i've had for a long time so i was like oh wow what am i going to do from here like how do i proceed from here so yeah so i had to get comfortable doing things alone the first time i went to the movies alone i think i also went out on a lunch date alone and i started doing things alone and pole pole like i would do things like i would listen to podcasts i would listen to podcasts or i'd have a book when i go out to eat it's like i would really force myself to be outside and of course the first the first first few times were weird because then i feel like we usually think about people a lot as soon as i said this Somebody said this as a response to something. I think someone asked about something and someone was like, oh, we do think about ourselves a lot. Because like, nani ya mekachi ni ya mefikiria, eh, gloja bayiwa flowers in month, by the way. Like, nobody cares. And then now, utanipata mimi di nimenda through, nimenda an extent of posting flowers and pretending, oh, somebody bought for me those flowers. Because why do you feel the need of having people think that you've been bought for flowers you're thinking about yourself a bit too much like we think about ourselves too much and we need to like stop because i used to go to movies and i used to just think oh my god somebody is thinking nobody cares nobody cares about you watch marvel like we really think about ourselves a lot and we really need to stop that you need to sometimes just get out of your head like literally get out of your head so yeah, so when I started going to movies alone, at first I was really uncomfortable because I used to have those thoughts. I used to really think about myself a lot. And I'd be like, oh, you know, somebody is thinking, oh, nobody cares, nobody cares. People are doing their own thing. Until it got to a point where I would go somewhere and I would just be, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm going to see this. You know, I'm thinking about the movie plot. I'm thinking about this and this and this and this. And I would just have fun. And it became something that I got so comfortable doing. I became comfortable in with just being by myself and stuff like that and at this point also you start to notice um whenever even people come and approach you you don't really care like it's like oh okay like i'm not looking at it from a point of oh my god oh my god i really hope they want to be my friend you know i really hope they want to no you just you can literally take a compliment and go like it's not that deep it's not that deep you can take a compliment and go this is a point where you can even take a step back and realize oh this is this is not healthy. This person is love bombing me. You can set the boundaries and say, no, I think this is happening a bit too fast. I just met you. I don't know you like that. You know, I don't know you like that. You can literally say things because you're not scared of being alone. You can, you know, you can come out and speak up for yourself and and like it will not phase you. It will not bother you. And yeah, yeah, I feel like that's where at a setting boundaries becomes easier. When you're just comfortable when you're comfortable by yourself, when you're comfortable standing by yourself, you start no- to notice these my two small, small things anyway. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. She inspired this episode today and I hope a lot of us are li- really, <laughs> I hope a lot of us are really learning how to set boundaries. There's so many people that normally near me and a lot of you are way, way younger. I feel like a lot of you are at the age where I was making mistakes with friendships. You guys are at that age where even the best friend I had at the time was not a healthy friendship. Although, yes, we had taken the steps. We had taken the steps of the friendship. Our, our problem was not love bombing and anything. Our problem were just other problems. But yeah, you know, you you realize a thing or two. 
and you're like, oh, you know, this was not a healthy friendship. We are not healthy for each other and stuff like that. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of people who are listening to my podcast right now, especially people who are younger than me, at the age where I was making these mistakes in friendships, um, at a point where I was overlooking things because of certain things, because maybe I wasn't confident in myself. I didn't have confidence. Um, I was making mistakes because I feel like a lot of things just really come in because you lack the confidence. And the older you get, the more confident you get, the more assertive you become, the more you know, the more you're aware of things. I think also that whole thing of just you're not aware. Sometimes it's not even con- lacking confidence. Sometimes you're just not aware. Although sometimes you can be aware, you just like the con- you lack the confidence to be assertive with your boundaries. Some people are not even aware of the boundaries they have. That's also the other thing. Some people don't even have boundaries. Some people don't have boundaries. Um, I feel like this is the best time to start setting your boundaries. This is the best time to start writing down your boundaries and being assertive with them and just practicing them. Because, you know, it's also not something that you just learn today and then you're so good at today. It's things that will take steps. It's, it's things that will take steps. I've been in friendships where um i've known somebody is treating me badly but just because i didn't want to be alone i would just overlook it you know and then right now it's like now that i'm aware of that and now that i'm seeing i did not die because i ended the friendship you're like i wish ninge fanya sooner because you know there's so much emotional mental abuse that comes into you overlooking a lot of these things and they might seem minor because you're thinking ah. you know but they do do damage to you and eventually the damage will start to show so you need to stop some things before they get to the point of where they're doing damage to you and yeah yeah it's just a lot of things that i noticed that if i stop them sooner if i if i nip them in the bud sooner than um than i did i feel like i'd have been at a different place but still i do not regret anything i feel like i'm in such a good path right now where or oh, I learned this and this and this and anyway, akunanga formula kitu. You know, whether you learn it today, whether you learn it tomorrow, whether it takes you ten years to learn and whatever, it's cool. Eventually, you get the hang of it. But yeah, um, yeah, I feel like it's although they don't... me, I'm always gonna say I would love to be aware of things sooner. I would love to, especially now that I'm learning a lot of these things. At a point where if I do have kids, I feel like I would want them to be aware of certain things at a young age to save them a lot of lessons learned along the way. You get, like, if I could give them a head start of lessons along the way. That's what I'm saying. If you're listening to this podcast and, you know, you're younger than me, there's things you could learn from it. There's things that you can stop doing right now so that Inaku save the steps of learning stuff of going through stuff and then you know you keep on moving forward like make room for other steps to be learned <laughs> make room for other lessons to be learned like skip get into other things you know you get what i'm saying so i feel like even me being aware of all these things that i'm aware of right now i feel like i would be such a great parent because i'd be making my kids aware of these things at such a young age like what do you mean you're a 16-year-old that's aware of a lot of things? Like, I feel like your head start me a great head start. Because for most of us, especially people who are my age, the, us, us, um, 
slightly older Gen Z because if I'm if I'm Gen Z, I'm either older, but I'm like the I'm like the first Gen Z, and then there's uh, two thousand Gen Zs, the ones who are now still babies. Us like um, Gen Z who are closer to like what millennials. Us, um, you want to tell me if I if I had a head start of a lot of things, a lot of us are really unlearning and unpacking a lot of things because we had to experience a lot of things. You get you get what I'm saying. So I'm feeling like if you can save yourself the whole nini of having a point in your life where you're going to be unlearning things and unpacking things, I feel like it's it's doing you a favor. But anyway, what do I know? I'm just a twenty year twenty something year old with a podcast and you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. I saw this girl on TikTok saying how she hates people who um she hates people who get pissed off things that can be fixed. Let me tell you the way I want to send that TikTok to my mom right now when I end this podcast episode. Because <laughs> so the other day me and Rufio broke a lamp. Uh, we broke a lamp by mistake, by mistake. Oops, by mistake. But you know what I did? I took a picture of it. I took a picture of it. I put it on Google Images. I found an IG store that was selling one and I bought it immediately. So why are we still mad? You know, like, why are you mad at something that can be fixed with money? Like, 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 you know, like, can we just move on? Like, oh, okay. A mistake happened. It's been fixed. Let me tell you, my mom hears my podcast, bro. She will whoop my ass because she was actually so mad. But anyway, if it's not something that's sentimental or whatever and can be replaced, see, see, what you took down. Like, but anyway, 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 anyway. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of You Better Ask Somebody podcast. I've been your host, Glow. Um, if you want to talk further about this episode, you can respond on the on the tag below on Spotify. Or you could DM me at Glowful underscore on Instagram, Glow underscore full on Twitter. You better ask somebody underscore on Instagram and you better ask somebody podcast on YouTube. Um, yeah, bye.